Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Ball in. Ball out. It's a Hoop Ball presentation. Welcome back to your favorite Lakers podcast. Eric Noble here with the crew. Dan Bezris, Eli Bauman. What's up, guys? What's up? I have a, a quick question right off the bat. When you are talking about the Lakers as a, an adjective, do you say Laker or Lakers? I say like, Lakers. You say and Lakers. That's probably incorrect. Like, like grammatically if you're, incorrect. If you're, well, no. I mean, their team name is the Lakers. <laughs> so if you're saying, like, I'm wearing a Lakers jersey, is that what you would say? Yeah, I would say Lakers See, jersey. See, I would say I'm wearing a Lakers jersey. Yeah. But I... I <laughs> no one should go by what I say because no, I, I say museum. Well, that's true, but I, that's I think actually cla- you're. So I think you're actually technically correct, but for my ear, I say Laker. Yeah, and they don't say Lakers girls. Laker, Laker girls. girls. They say yeah. Laker girls. Laker. So I think it could go either way. Yeah, no one should pay attention to my pronunciation. All right. That's just a things. weird thing I've been observing. Now that I'm thinking about it, I have no idea what I do. Right. Well, notice next time you're out in the wild, see what you do. When I'm just like, oh, Lance Stevenson is a Laker. A Laker. A Laker. Yeah. Not a Lakers. That wouldn't make any sense. No. But that's sort of a different. That's, that's a different. Noun. That's a noun still, I think. Yeah. Right? When you're using it's it as like an, an adjective. Subject is... versus object. I don't know. All right. A, a riveting start yes, to this podcast. Yeah, we, grammar. We could phone high. a friend to some one of our eighth grade <laughs> English teachers. <laughs> Michelle Wong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but putting that to the side, we had an uh, eventful week of Laker yeah. basketball. That's right. Ah, Lakers basketball. <laughs> Laker See, basketball. He did it the other way. I think I think I like Laker after hearing them both. That's I I default to Laker, but anyway, keep going, Eric. Yeah, we had four games and we are we we won two of them, lost two of them, and That's we right. are off to the most exciting 2 and 4 start in we, NBA history. We really are. Yep. I mean, each game has been a thriller. And most have been disappointing thrillers, but thrillers nonetheless. It's both really promising and deflating, but most of all, just really exciting. It reminds me of when like Kanye comes out with like a new bad album. <laughs> like you're like, oh, Kanye album. Well, it wasn't good, but it was interesting. I enjoyed listening to it, yeah. but it's bad. <laughs> it's objectively not good. I don't know. I felt like this. Some of these games were objectively okay. No, they're, they're, I'm hopeful we're trending in the right direction for faster, the most part. Faster than I would have ever expected. Yes. I mean, like offensively, certainly. I, I'm just, uh, I've got it in front of me. We are third in points. And, uh, sorry. Yeah, we're third in points per game and third in assists per game. And uh, do you guys want to guess what we are in points allowed? Probably 26th. not 26th. Uh, we are 29th. Oof. Who's last? Um, Phoenix? Phoenix. Yeah. And I'll talk amongst yeah, yourselves. I'll us. find it. That's us, I guess, right? Uh, we're 29th. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Us. <laughs> well, some of that is pace related, though, right? Like if it we're is. tops in scoring and tops in points allowed, it's not all just it, it, missed assignments. But, it, it is. Yeah. But uh, our defense also sucks. Not good. I test wise. It's not. It, and it's not for lack of effort. We try hard. We, we, we literally don't know how to do it. That's that's exactly right. It's going to take time. Guys have to figure out rotations. And yes. Thank God for JaVale McGee or all would be lost at this point. <laughs> yes, our only <laughs> rim protector. The JaVale has looked less good, in my opinion, the last few games. He just looks less like bouncy than the first few games. He's playing too many minutes. He's playing a yeah. lot of minutes. He has a yeah. lot on his... I also think like um, both of the Spurs games were tough on him because Aldridge proved to be an impossible cover for everyone on our team. But, and but Jokic in the Denver game, which... Yes, uh, Jokic is a beast. He's a monster. He's yeah. really dude thick. Is really thick and strong, and is yeah. just like bullying everyone. So let's segue. We wanted to start this off analyzing the Nuggets game because you guys were there. We, we were, there. were there. We were there. <laughs> uh, shout out to Josh Biter who bought us tickets. Good big, work, Josh. Big baller Biter. Big baller Biter. <laughs> yeah. Was he the, with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he okay. was. He, say, he, he, just, like, att- he attended you. the game. Okay. Good. He attended the game, and it was, I think, our best game of the season. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, our most complete performance, also known, I think, now in Laker lore as the uh, Lance Stevenson game, <laughs> where he hit two ridiculous threes to turn the tide. Okay. So I want to break down the Lance Stevenson experience Please. because I am really enjoying it, and I can't wait. I, I'm, I would love to eat my words and be wrong about the Lance Stevenson experience. I would, I would love for you and, to eat your words. And so far, I have been wrong. He has been a revelation yes. for our Lakers squad. <laughs> yes. Uh, what I really like about it is that it's a win-win situation because I have zero expectations zero. when he has the ball. Yeah. I'm like really nervous that he's going to make a dumb play. Which he might. He, and if he makes a dumb play, it's fine. That's right. I had that as my expectation. That's right. But he hasn't really. Not really. In general. Yeah. He's made awful decision step back shots and, and made them made them in. yeah and mm. a lot of just like really exciting hustle plays it's it's been awesome isn't the step back make kind of like enabling a little bit right like somebody sure. should somebody should step in and tell him even when it works it's not a good idea the only thing i will say is we the pace of play is so fast that when you think about it just proportionally and i don't want to nerd out too much but like one dumb shot when you're taking 150 shots per game is somehow easier to stomach than a bad shot in like the mid 90s were when it, like every possession had this weight on it. I mean, we're flying up and down the court, so I can forgive a little bit more of like uh, Lance dance and then step back, especially if it's mixed in with the good. Which you know, in the Denver game, I think his his signature play, as far as I'm concerned, the one that made him play air guitar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> weren't even those two threes, which the second one was filthy, but he had that really amazing pass to LeBron on the break. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. That was like, you know, not a ton of guys in the league can do that. And I've actually, sure, Lance will go like one on four a lot and oddly seems to be succeeding in that, but he is a good passer. He he does look for other people when he gets in the middle there. And I think by and large, as Eric is saying, like the Lance experience so far has been much more good than bad. So my concern, uh, and then Eric, I, I know you wanted to say something there too. My concern is as the season goes on and the Lakers as a team start making better decisions, then his poor decisions are going to be more obvious. Because right now, a lot of people are making bad decisions. So for Lance, it's like, oh, well, you know, six of one, half dozen, right. like... Rondo, it's a fart in away. the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly, it's a fart in the bathroom. Um, by mid-December, when hopefully guys are doing the right thing in actually in set plays, his weird dance and step back three is going to look a little bit worse. Dan, you're absolutely right. We're living in the moment, and uh, <laughs> but what if what if the decisions aren't that bad? Like we we haven't actually taken into account that at some times in his career he. Does the thing that looks crazy, he's actually good at okay, doing. Here's my evidence for the fact that he's making wrong decisions. Sure. Is literally <laughs> when he has the ball, LeBron and Kuzma or someone were on the bench and were laughing yes. at his dance. <laughs> yes. When your own teammates are laughing at you like doing these weird solo dribbles, right? You're not making the right decision. But is aren't the, but don't you think they might just be laughing at the flair of it? Not the, not the. There's an awful lot I, of flair. I think it's a combination. Okay, uh, I do. Well, uh, you guys know I'm firmly entrenched on Lance Corner, and you guys are welcome on the corner. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, I'm not going to make it so cozy for you if you guys keep. Uh, I will give him the other half of my ball in from last week. You know, you, here, can't, you can't retro. I'll, I'll continue to uh, add. I can continue to give <laughs> partial balls to Lance. <laughs> sure. Because uh, it, was, it was a hell of a game. And two game, he was great in the Phoenix game, too. But who wasn't? I mean, that's like... That's true. It's like picking true. on a JV team. But he does bring... Okay. Look, and I know, I know we're going to get bad Lance, and we're probably going to get it quite often. But I do think that I would rather, on this team in particular, I'd rather have people make mistakes by being aggressive and confident than by kind of waiting and hesitant. I'm okay with that. Um, at least for now, as Dan, as you were alluding to, when the games start to matter, uh, the, the Lance dance 
uh, might become tiresome. Are, are we coining the Lance Dance? Is this a? Uh, is it's this been be- ta- It's been discussed <laughs> on the. Uh, okay, but on, on telecast. But is that like something I could bust out on the dance floor? You you could <laughs> you you definitely could. I think you have to do that like little skippy thing, and then when you make it, you have to do the air guitar. Those seem to be the two that's, lance dance. That's things. the critical portion. That, that yeah, seems okay. doable. I'm gonna practice. Seems very doable. Practice this in the mirror tonight. It's we're very gonna, doable. We're gonna have to make a ball in ball out uh, gif of but, all of us doing the the lance dance. By the way, did you guys see the video that the uh, Warriors team made of them dancing to uh, the Fergie, the anthem. Fergie anthem remix. Well, because Josh, yeah, Josh Duhamel, Duhamel, Duhamel. How do you pronounce that? Duhamel, Duhamel, Dummel. More good, more good audio. What are you guys trying to say? He's that actor. Duhamel. He's from the the Las Vegas. Yes, Las Vegas. He was married to Fergie. He's now divorced from Fergie, and he, in some interview. Uh, was saying basically called Draymond Green a dick for laughing at Fergie during the national anthem. <laughs> so then, they, which makes us all dicks, right? I mean, also it was objectively horrible. Um, slash my favorite thing from last year. Yeah, slash the best <laughs> thing. So then, I guess someone made it a remix, a rap remix of it, mm-hmm. and then the whole Warriors team, while they were in the locker room, made a video of them dancing. I think Steph put it on his Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made the rounds. That was pretty sweet. So after this podcast, we'll uh, we'll videotape ourselves doing the Lance dance and post sure. it on yeah, Dan's sure. Twitter feed. <laughs> That's right. What's going on? And send it to Josh Duhamel <laughs> <laughs> with a uh, request for a pronunciation of his last name. But yeah. overall, that Denver Nuggets game, you guys awesome. were at it. What was the atmosphere like? Uh, one of the best Staples crowds I can remember. Really, like, good the whole... And the first half was not very good, not very well played, but the crowd was super into it. So what really elevated the atmosphere was Kobe Bean Bryant being in in the Mm. crowd, Um, which just added just, like, a a fun flair to it and, like... uh, you know, a, a little bit of a pressure atmosphere. You wanted to impress yeah. Kobe. Yeah. Also, he, the crowd did a, a Kobe chant for about six seconds before LeBron hit a three. Which was an amazing moment in my yeah. mind. Because <laughs> it really encapsulated the current Laker attitude for th- this season. Yeah. Of, like, wanting Kobe back, but LeBron being like, no, no, no. dicks. I know. It's, it's a wrong? faction, but... It's an annoying. Faction. I love that LeBron hit the three. Me too. To good. shut the Kobe chance up. Yeah. LeBron is really good still. I see he no. He's amazing. I see no drop off. This is like LeBron no, at sixty so percent right now. And you know what still it is? Destroying it, it's, people. It's a. And I won't get political, but it's like it is like a thing that afflicts this country at this point, which is like no one can hold two thoughts in their head at the same damn time. That is true. It's like Kobe Bryant is an a, amazing Laker legend. I would sit, put him in. It's him and Magic, as far as I'm concerned, and Kareem, I guess, as far as like the icons of the Lakers. Probably yeah. him and Magic, as far as like beloved Lakers. That will never change. It doesn't matter if LeBron wins three championships or zero championships here. LeBron James also could also, be a beloved Laker. It, and is objectively one of the two best players of all time. He is now wearing a Lakers uniform. It Kobe is not retur- coming out of retirement. So it... it it accomplishes nothing. So, yeah, all of the Kobe haters, it was the game before, I guess, to the Spurs when he hit the three to send it into overtime, but then he missed two crucial free throws. Right. And then missed the step back shot to you know, whatever time whatever. Or, or win the game. Uh, all the Kobe haters were smirking. Right. There were a lot of like memes or gifts or, they, or whatever you wait, call them. You mean Kobe, Kobe lovers. lovers? Yes. LeBron haters. Yes, Kobe lovers were very much smirking. Right. And there were like a lot of social media things about yeah. how Kobe would not Twitter's have always where that you up. Twitter's are always where you go to get the most level-headed uh, <laughs> yeah. opinions by experts. Exactly. Um Kobe I think Kobe plays into it too. He's so he doesn't judge- hate it. He, he doesn't <laughs> hate it. He's not like denying it. No. Um and yeah, he he just sat on the sideline with Rob Plinka, just like judging yeah, the he whole did. game. He uh, yeah. wasn't like until the very end where I he I guess he a little like bit. fist pumped. Yeah, um, but grudgingly. Le- Le- LeBron. <laughs> this was my first time seeing LeBron in person, and yeah. uh, it was a fantastic experience. It was his. Fir- it was his triple double, first triple double yeah. as a Laker. Yeah, he actually didn't even no. <laughs> play all that well. Like he didn't pop. No, he left plays on the court. But what really stood out to me was his passing. Um, 
to be able to see him in person and see some of these cross-court passes that he makes, it's unlike any other player I've seen. There was an article that I just saw of people like evaluating the accuracy of different players passes yeah and he him his ability to get it to someone's pocket is right. like they've analyzed right. this he was with number data. one accuracy exactly yeah, yeah. and analytics uh, but sorry charles Barkley. but that passes the eye test too he's just a yeah. tremendous cross-court passer and i think it's cool because we i feel like lonzo too is in that kind of rarefied air of like passers where it's not just an amazing pass vision wise it's like exactly like pinpoint hard accuracy they throw it hard yeah Yeah, exactly which is good because we have guys who actually have good hands like kuzma has really good hands i've noticed because he cuts a lot and i think lebron to kuzma is the biggest number of his assists so well so so that's another you know obviously that fight was not great um (laughs) in in a lot of ways we lost ingram for four games and rondo for three games but one thing it really did was it limited our rotation options and it got you got to see these combinations of guys who I think throughout the season you're going to be like, okay, those guys should be on the court at the same time because Kuzma and LeBron seem to have something going. Lonzo and LeBron or sorry, Lonzo and Kuzma from last season, we noticed immediately always had something. Josh Hart Lonzo, is in the right spot all the time. Josh Hart, I, I imagine pretty much any permutation of guys is going to be good with Josh Hart. <laughs> well, lucky for all of us, uh, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope has been relegated to the scrap heaps finally, of history. Finally. That didn't take very long, no, did it? No, no. And, you know, it, it's nice. He's gotten a, a nice gold two-year golden parachute from Rob Palenka and the Lakers of just yeah. a lot of money. Clutch sports. It worked out for us because we got LeBron James, partially because of that, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but he should be... Honestly, I think especially after watching that last game, I think he should be behind Svi. I mean, I think Svi does more to stretch the floor um, than KCP does at this point. KCP looks weirdly out of place, uh, which yeah, is odd weird. when you're with LeBron and, and Rondo and Lonzo and right. all these guys that should just get you looks. Yeah. He's never in the right place right now. It's no, very he's odd. not. Josh Hart is. Josh and Hart is. Yes, he is. This, this last game, I didn't think he played very well against the Spurs, but I love that still in the clutch, LeBron passing the ball, yeah. and he, he, without hesitation, drilled it, nailed the shot to bring them within two. That was that was a great play. He's I, I, as far as like guys who get the ball in a big moment. Yeah, um, he's you feel like, confident with him. I think he's my number two choice right now of just like a guy that I'm like, oh, good, <laughs> good. It went to him. <laughs> it went to Josh. Um, one one thing I, I just want to uh, mention about LeBron because they mentioned it on the some telecast or some some article or podcast I listened to and Eric was alluding to it, um, him kind of not popping off the screen. One thing I did hear is that because he's thirty four, um, he doesn't run in the off season anymore. He he'll play pickup, um, but he mostly won't run during that either. And the theory is he's trying to kind of obviously take some of the the pounding off of his his legs for for a long season, especially this season when he knows he's going to have to really play during the regular season to get us to the playoffs. So the theory is he's kind of playing himself into shape, um, not in a Shaq way, <laughs> but not in the Kobe way of like Kobe came in and clearly had been like killing himself all off season and hadn't missed a beat so i do think we're not going to get like the high flying crazy physical lebron probably until december or january is my guess based on that he also literally takes plays off there was one during that yeah. that nuggets game where like the rebound was right in front of him and he just he literally didn't move yes that's true <laughs> that's true and i i think i think he's earned the trust of oh, everyone fu- everyone yeah. to know that when it matters, he'll he'll do it, and that he knows his own body and how to kind of pace himself um, better than anyone else does. So yeah, and I think even beyond just the conditioning side, it does look like he's so laser focused on working other people into sure, things. Sure, that for him, it's like I could take this thing and sprint the length of the court and just barrel through four guys for a layup. But yeah. that doesn't really help my team That's true. in a longer-term sense. Right. Like, it's great. We, you know, he'll do it when he feels like they need to stay in the game or if there's an easy bucket to be had. But anytime there's some resistance, it does seem like he'd prefer to 
run the offense, see what guys can do, yeah. figure out where people want to be. It almost, to me, feels like he's watching everybody play the game and he's picking. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. And and it's like the numbers zooming around his head. He's uh, he's a level beyond anybody else he, out there. He is. Well, it's it's the wisdom that comes with playing this many seasons. I think what's interesting, too, is one of the concerns, at least by the, like the punditry going into the season, is how impatient LeBron is, how he's going to turn on people when they don't uh, perform. And I, I do think we're seeing this side of him that is very patient. And as Dan, you're saying, is like he wants to give these guys confidence. Like not just yeah. so he can win, but because like he knows that that's what's best for this team. And I don't suspect that he was doing that with Kyle Korver or, <laughs> you know, uh, Tristan Thompson in the same way. Yeah. I think these guys, he knows that the long game is important and believes in kind of building them up in that way. I have a, I have a question for you guys. Um, yes. Games on the line, three-pointer, who do you want? What's the order of who you want shooting it, who you trust most? And then the second part is two free throws, no time left. We're down by one. Who? Do, what's the order of who you want making, being mm. on the line? I want LeBron taking the shot. Yeah. I want yeah. LeBron doing all of the stuff first, what's, despite recent evidence to the so contrary. Just, just go down the line. LeBron's number one who you want shooting, then who's who's two, three, four, five, six. Is this just like any open look, or they yeah. have to like create the whole shot and do it themselves? Just somebody going up for a shot. Yeah. I want Josh Hart or Kuzma, and they're pretty much two and two A for me. Huh. Uh oh wait, shot maybe Ingram. Right. Two. Josh Hart and uh Kuzma three for shot, but switch those for free throw. I still don't totally trust Ingram at the free throw line as much as those other guys. Lonzo's low on both for me, but I'm hoping that that changes. We don't have a free throw shooter for a mile. It's really... No. It's a rough situation, potentially. No, Josh Hart isn't that good at them, and I don't quite understand why. Nobody is. But Kuzma, basically, my thought process is entirely based on just confidence level. Yeah. To me, the guys who are the most sure of themselves are Kuzma and Hart. The guy who I think has the most varied game to get a shot is Ingram, after LeBron, obviously. But I think the the point of this exercise is we have a lot of players that I would be more than happy to have shooting a a game-on-the-line shot. That's true. I would trust Rondo, too, oddly, and Lance, kind of. uh, (laughs) But even Lonzo, he hit... A, a ginormous step I back three-pointer that. Yep. that had no hesitation on it. looked so fluid. And, and we needed it. And that's going to build up his confidence. So I, yeah, on like a, a game on the line shot, I feel really good about a lot of our players. The free that's throw, I, I don't <laughs> feel yeah. so good about. I'm, a, no. I'm totally with you on that one. Plenty of guys to take a last-second shot. No one to take a free throw. Can Svi <laughs> shoot free throws? I don't know. Sweet shooting has been weird. Uh, what about Wagner? Can we? Can he shoot free throws? These guys with touch. Well, I do suspect that Wagner is going to have the, and it, it it may drive people nuts, especially opposing players. But that guy does not lack for confidence. I watching him yeah, at Michigan. No. He is like, he's going to be one of those guys who thinks he's the best player on the court, um, which will obviously not be true, but he's not going to be a shrinking based, violet. Based on his wardrobe choice, he yeah. definitely he, he's like wearing like a Miami Very Vice, Miami look Vice. With yeah. like hot pink t shirts under his suits. Yeah, he looks like um Will Farrell in that uh Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda like a suit with like a like a pastel tee. He just needs the gold chain. Yeah, I like it. I su- I'm I'm supporting the Mo Wagner experience. He he went I saw he played um he played for the G League team, whose name I'm blanking on. The uh, South Bay? South Bay Lakers, right. Uh, he played poorly there, but he, he that, it's a good sign that he's going to come back pretty soon. I'm not sure we have a single free throw shooter on the team that's over 80% for their career. <laughs> no, because LeBron's one. not amazing at it. Wow. He, I think he's like 78%. KCP is not? Yeah, I think he's the closest at like, what did you say, 78? Le- LeBron think, was 78. Oh, LeBron's yeah, 78. I think KCP's in that same wheelhouse also. That's pretty nuts. It's pretty bad. I mean, tight ball games late. Well, the you, good thing is we're not getting any foul calls when we drive to the rim, so we're not true. shooting nearly <laughs> as many free throws as we should be. LeBron got bear hugged by Paul Millsap on that last play. 
at the game you it's were been at. A, it's been an epidemic. Josh Hart gets it the worst. It, you know, it's the it's the catch twenty two of being strong enough to take punishment when you drive to the hole is you don't get those calls. Whereas, you know, they need to as as much as it caused a giant fist fight, like they do need to learn a little bit from the James Harden experience of just you throw your hands up in the air like you were just shot, you know, from <laughs> you were just sniped from the rafters. Because, you know, unfortunately for LeBron and Josh Hart um, and probably new Buff Lonzo, like guys do, <laughs> guys are going to bounce off. You're not going to see the result of the contact as much. Yeah, it's weird. KCP, by the way, 79% for okay. his career. Yeah. Follow but I still that. wouldn't trust him that much no. so uh, I, going up there. In my mind, the, the, the general through line for these last, for the first six games are, are that we just can't finish. We're we're in yeah. tight. Yeah, we've been close. We haven't gotten blown out for any of them. Yeah, but we just can't finish the game. So I'm going to do a reverse doctor's diagnosis. Ooh, for you guys. I like it. I'm going to ask you two: What is your diagnosis of why we are are not winning these close games? <sighs> um. Well, this week it was the Spurs twice. And um, and what is and and so what are you getting at, Dan? What are you getting at with well, that? Well, I would say it was Aldridge, except we held him in check in the second game. He was great in the first, and he wasn't great in the second. Demar Derozan was great in the second. Yeah, game. Uh, I, I they just I don't know. It just seemed like the Spurs had a couple of tough shots down the stretch in the second. Of yeah, the two games. I don't. Uh, the, this last game, like when you look at those Derozan shots, a lot of them he was really well defended. No, people did not bite on the up fakes which he did like four of them yeah he only shot two free throws the whole game i mean it was i think sometimes like you gotta tip your cap but something's happening we are tied or up with like well, seven yeah, so, minutes to go and then so, we lose. so my answer is because the phoenix game you have to throw out because phoenix sucks so you look at the denver win and to me and this is the this is the difference because Offensively, we're a good team. The The problem that we have coming down the stretch is not offense. It's defense. We Our s- ability to get stops is unreliable. Our ability to get defensive rebounds when we need them is unreliable. The difference in that Denver game is we literally got a ton of stuff. Like, we stopped them. They went cold because we made stops. We're going to score. We are going to score. We know who the main guy is. We know who our kind of crunch time unit is, I think, at this point, other than Rondo when he forgets where the basket is. Um, The fact of the matter is, is we are not a good defensive team. So teams that can really execute like the San Antonio Spurs are going to be able to get the matchup they want. When when it comes down to crunch time, they draw up a play and they're going to get the shot that they want. So, And the game's slowing down and we can't get the shot we want because yeah. there's not a lot of fast breaks at the end. Right, but if we got the stop, you'd be able to run. I mean, we run on stop. We, when we are not taking the ball out of the net, we are, we are able to run. I don't see why we couldn't necessarily do that. Right. We just can't get the stop. I... Uh... I thought one of the really big reasons we won that Denver game was Lonzo Ball. Yeah, he played great. His hands were uh, insane. Yeah, in that he was everywhere. He, he was everywhere. Tortured Jamal Murray. Yeah. in that game, which must, oh, have, must have brought that. you a great amount of joy. Uh, yeah, I was screaming. You, you weasel a lot of well, times. Well, the first half, Lonzo got tortured by Jamal Murray, <laughs> yeah. and then the the tables turned. And came yeah. back and he got him. Like repeatedly was stripping. By the guys. way, Jamal Murray's just good at basketball. So it's not like it's not like the game where Patrick Beverly punked him and Patrick Beverly's just an irritant who's not really like Jamal Murray's and uh, probably going to make an all-star team at some point in his career. He's a proficient scorer. He's a good player. He's yeah. a good NBA basketball player. He had player. 10 rebounds in that game. That's and, a bit fluky. And Lonzo sunned him when it got important at the important and time Jokic. of the game. He got Jokic once or twice down he's the stretch, new bu- too. He's now nice and buff. Lonzo Ball had five steals in that game, and they were all, like, just took it out of their hands. Yeah. Uh, that was amazing. I thought that was why they won down no, the stretch. No, he played great. He had great great passes, hit that big shot Eric was alluding to. Yeah. He, he hit a nice pull-up, which is now, I think, the second pull-up jumper he's hit in his yeah. career. And they were both awesome. They were Beautiful. both awesome, both going Beautiful. right. Every Laker fan just grinned ear to ear in those moments. Yeah. And we all talk about them. Like, <laughs> no, I remember them. both of them. There's yeah. two. 
vividly. Uh, so but your, uh, yeah. your treatment plan is more Lonzo. More Lonzo, less Rondo. I think you're going to get more Lonzo. I mean, I do think, once again, a good thing that has come out of the wash of this is the guys who should be playing are playing. Yeah, like, that didn't Luke, take long. It did not take long. Luke understands that. I think there were some political reasons why um, he needed to do the KC, let the KCP Josh Hart experiment kind of play itself out. And the Rondo thing, um, I think they were trying to make sure Lonzo was healthy enough, and he is, and, and that's just going to be how that, how that goes. The rotations seem to have kind of semi-solidified themselves. Um, we'll see what happens when Ingram comes back, which will be on Monday. I'm, right? I'm He's just, back, right? I've, I've soured on Rondo quickly. That's what, I, what, what is that, your that souring? Might, that might be my... I don't, know, I don't know if we're doing a ball-in, ball-out on this one, but... I've become I've become soured on Rondo. We could do a sour Dan segment. Sour, yeah, sour Dan. Yeah, I'm gonna scream at clouds for four. Go minutes ahead, at sour the end Dan. Of the episode. All right, sour, sour Dan. Dan. Um, the the idiotic play at the end of this first game was not really the thing that pushed me over the edge, but it was a moment where I was like, I feel vindicated. Can in you my describe the, the play for our? So our there was listeners. about 20 seconds left. The Lakers were down three. The Spurs were guarding the three-point line aggressively, and Rondo was standing under the basket with the basketball. Yeah, with a great the pass by LeBron. Yeah. Yes, yeah. with the opportunity to just literally drop it into the hoop. The type of thing that yeah. a man of my stature could not do, but an NBA player simply can't. I actually think you could have done that. I might have been able to make that shot. Yeah. Um, and instead, he, he traveled, didn't get called for it, and then dribbled back out to the three-point line. Yeah. Fired it, a, an ill-advised pass, I think, to someone, and then it ended up in LeBron's hands for a fadeaway yeah. 26-footer from the left wing. It was not great. Uh, and then they lost. But, you know, you take the layup there, you foul. If the Spurs miss either free throw... there were like just, 12 seconds left or yeah, something. Yeah, even after all of that, yeah. there was plenty of time left. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember if they had a timeout or not. It doesn't matter. LeBron can go the length of the court in four seconds. Yeah. Um, there was plenty of time, and if you're down two... LeBron can almost guarantee you a layup try. Yeah. Uh, but that was, to me, not even the, the big issue. I, I just, I don't, I don't think he's the, uh, he's not the future, obviously. No. So there's sort of no point there. And I actually think Lonzo passed him. That's yeah. sort of what it all came down to for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a little bit soured on Rondo. I thought he was, he's, he's nice when the game is sort of wide open and nobody cares about what's going on. But I don't want him in there in crunch time. Yeah. Yeah, you well, like I, him for the second unit, but not in crunch time. Yeah, Give well, me, he'd be I, great to lead a second unit. And I do think the good news for you is that that is going to be how this plays out once Ingram comes back. I think your crunch time unit is going to be the four, the four kids and LeBron. It's you know unless they need Javale on defense, but when they need a bucket, it's gonna. I actually like LeBron at the five. He's big and he's strong enough to push guys like LaMarcus out. I just don't think he can do it all game. But I think when it comes down to the wire, I think that's my guess as to the unit you're going to see. You're not going to see Rondo again in that spot. And as a back, as far as backup point guards go, it's great. I think the problem with him is that he's not a great defender anymore. No, he's, not even not He's even not close. that athletic anymore. So if he does dump like he did at the end of that game, then you're kind of like, well, then what is the thing that you do well? Because he's a he's a much better shooter than he used to be. You can't like completely leave him open, but you're not terrified of him shooting if you're on defense. So no. he's got to provide the thing that we need, which is being stable and solid. But that does seem like something a second unit guy can do, especially when LeBron's out of the game. Yeah, I I, I agree with you, Dan. I'm. I'm also concerned about him taking like uh, a step back in terms of his role because I think you know when he's not engaged, he'll probably he's already play even. causing trouble. And he is engaged. What do you mean, punching a guy in the face? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I support that spit take. That's not being a bad teammate, though. Yeah, I guess that's just being a dick. I could see him yeah. being just like less engaged with our team. It's possible. Yeah, yeah it, it's very. Po you're yeah, Eric. You're 100 percent right. I mean, there was still. There's always Mavericks Rondo waiting in the Lurking. wings. There it is. Exactly. Um, I mean, what's your ideal minute breakdown? Because to me, I think I think Lonzo needs to play 28, 28 20. to 30. Yeah. 
And yeah, I was going to say, I think if Rondo plays, because I actually don't mind them on the court at the same time either. I mean, I saw Luke go to that, and I'm I'm cool with that. Um, especially if Lonzo's shot improves, then you're not you don't have a useless backcourt of shooting. Um, I think I think if Rondo plays twenty twenty two minutes, that's enough to keep him. I just hope he really embraces the role that I think the Lakers sold him on coming here is is being the leader of the second unit and yeah. being a great mentor to Lonzo. And that's what... Yeah, because when the, the game is wide open and ugly, Rondo can get people easy looks because he's still a right. decent passer. He just can't defend anybody and uh, yeah. apparently goes and has some severe brain lapses. I'm going to give all these guys the benefit of the doubt until proven otherwise. I know like we're all kind of waiting for the, last, the shoot, second shoe to drop with Lance and Rondo and JaVale, but... I don't know. I just I feel in my gut that it's not going to rear its head this season. I don't know. I, I'm could easily be wrong, but it just the vibe on this team feels really good. There was no fracturing after an zero and three start. Um, you know, if Rondo punches his teammate in the face, then I will. Um, That's worse. Be willing to kind of you know, concede that the bad Rondo is going to come out. But so far, there's been no indication that any of these so-called weird malcontents is being that weird or that malcontenty. And uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to trust the process. Trust the process. Um, <laughs> you know, basically we have no other choice because we actually need all of those guys. Um, and a second unit of like Rondo... I mean, we have a legit, like, five guys that can come off the bench, especially if Mo Wagner is good. I mean, it's a deep team, oddly, just not deep in the ways that it needs to be deep, which is shooting in a center. <laughs> yeah, we could... Uh, how soon does buyout season begin? Well, we can start trading guys in December, I think. Hmm. It does seem like there's a mid-season trade there's to something. be had. There's something brewing. I was thinking when I was watching the Suns game and Tyson Chandler was roaming around i was like he'd love to be somewhere else can we just get tyson chandler they gotta buy him out they've got to yeah they got to what is he doing on that team languishing right like what is the point of having that guy on that team uh they gave him a ton of money they've been trying to trade him for three years but his contract was too big but he's on his last year i I looked it up yeah so that's i looked it up i tried to put him in the trade machine but all our guys that i would want to trade aren't eligible yet (laughs) I like Tyson Chandler. Me too. Seems like a good dude. He seems like a good, like, oh, we got him midseason. He comes in, he backs up JaVale, and he rim runs, and he blocks shots. I would love that. Um, should we preview? Uh, and he's from L.A. Is he? Oh, yeah, yeah. Compton Dominguez. Yeah. You guys want to preview a few of our, our games coming up? Sure. What do, we got? what do we got on the slate? We got uh, Monday. We were playing the T-Wolves. The Wolves. Oh, that's a good time to catch the T-Wolves. Yep. And then Wednesday, we got... Uh, the Mavs. So I think these are two winnable games yeah, to get us get back them. to four and four. Got to get to 500. We got to get to five. So I wanted to start the season at five and five. So I, I hope we can get to four and four by beating the Wolves and the Mavs. Yeah. And then we have two. Are we at home or on the road? We're away for Minnesota than home for, for the Mavericks. That's actually good. I would rather be on. I would rather play Minnesota in Minnesota right now. Oh, they're getting torched yeah. by their own they're, fans. Yeah, I think disfu- <laughs> when you're on a dysfunctional team, you're actually better off on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 100%. They the, really the look crappy. Away. Oh, they looked awful. And um, I think they're going to start sitting Butler. I know I ranted. I think I had Sour Dan about that on a previous episode <laughs> of this show. Um, well, if they do that, then they're, we're definitely going to beat them because Carl Towns looks catatonic. Yes, he does. That's what the cat stands for, I guess. <laughs> um, and Wiggins, very good. That was very Is Wiggins nice. even playing? For a man who's not sleeping, that was, <laughs> that was excellent. Uh, Wiggins is out right now. I don't know if he'll be back. Well, he tomorrow. might as well be out even when he's in. Yeah, he's actually... He's essentially a, out always in spirit. Long two, old long two Andrew Wiggins there. I'm very excited to see Luka Doncic. Don- yeah, you're going to you're yeah, going to really yeah. like the way I, you look, I, man. I haven't seen him play He's yet. He's awesome. So I'm excited to get a preview on Wednesday. He is pudgy and fantastic. That's the great. Mavs are slightly better than people realized. So yeah, that's my one that's my one bet that's not looking so great right now. I took the Mavs under. I don't think I had I was one of the teams where I had no feel at all. I just them. figured someone in the West had to lose games. You might still be right. There's a long way to go. I might still be right, but they look feisty. They do look feisty. I love 
pudgy players that are great at basketball. The best. And I feel like most of them are European. They, of course, are. Yeah, they're like... Tony Parker. He was like eating like prosciutto. Like, (laughs) he was eating like paella, like, before and after Wesley Matthews is kind of a little little bit pudgy, too, right? He's on that Dallas team. Yeah, he is. Dallas is all about the pudgy fighters. Andre, what was uh, the... Miller? Andre Miller. Yeah. uh, He was good. The professor. The professor. (laughs) A pudgy professor. He's, like, oddly on, like, the, like, all-time assist list. Yeah, he's, like, third Yeah, ever. he's, like, really, it's really weird. Uh, also, then, went gray really early. Yeah. Andre Miller. Then we got a two-day layoff, by the way, before Lake, before Blazers and Raptors. So This the Raptors, is not going to be good because we have an away game at the Moda Center on Saturday. What's and then, the Moda Center? The Rose Moda Center. Rose Garden. The Rose Garden Moda like Center. The Moda Center. What is Moda? It's like a cellular company isn't it is it it's a company oh no that's that's moto what is moda i don't know Google? who cares it doesn't matter siri and then we come back and play the raptors at home oh the, the raptors look raptors might be the second are, best team in the league they're really good and it I didn't th- take actually them any i time think they're the second best team in the league that I, team is deep and that Kawhi is good at basketball how how great does it feel to say they're better than boston and mean it not. Yeah, they're better than Boston right, as of right now. Yeah, but so, I think it could be a whole season. Let's take some time to do some Kawhi speculation. Yeah, does this mean that he's going to stay in Toronto, or do we have any shot at Kawhi, given that he is really good at basketball? I still want him. Yeah, I still want him. Uh, he might. I think he might end up on the Clippers. Actually, see, I, I, I mean, yes, that's obviously the that's the team that he's the most heavily rumored to go to. I didn't believe it when that rumor came out. And I now still I kinda, don't believe it. I kind of do I still now. don't believe it. I just think, like, I think cooler heads will prevail and tell him, like, look, you're not going to be, if you're, the whole point of you, for you is to go to a big city and be a big deal, the Clippers is not where you're going to go. That is not the place to do it's it. A big no city, one will it's care. Just not a big deal. But no one will care. I yeah. mean, percentage-wise, what do you guys think is the the chances that he's coming he's, to the Lakers? Oh, what, what number would you give? Twenty-five. Okay, so a good possibility that he's staying with the Raptors. I think he's going to stay with the Raptors just because I think that city's awesome. He's going to be beloved there. Drake is there. Yeah, and if if they're a title contender, I mean, I th- honestly though I think I put the Lakers second on the list like i don't i don't think i got the i don't buy the clippers thing i didn't and now i kind of do i i think we're still heading down a path towards either or potentially both chris middleton and anthony davis i do think the anthony davis thing is very possible although i'm still in the weird like everybody thinks he's going to new york but i have faith that kevin durant shows up he's going to new york there's something weird about he's going to new york but the other guys aren't going Kyrie's not going. No, he's going to go. He wants to. He wants to prove that he can do it he as the though. main guy. He's not going to be. Able yeah, to but do they'll it get himself. someone. They'll get some other bozo to go there. Yeah, maybe. Would maybe. Kawhi go to the Knickerbockers? Why? Why isn't that a potential? I don't thing know. That's I think about? he. Oh, actually, I know why. Because it's part of. It's part of why he wasn't excited to go to Toronto. Can you guess what it is? Cold weather. Cold weather. He hates the cold. <laughs> Apparently, ah. he detests. The cold. <laughs> he seems like. Which, by the way, just, you should have just stayed in San Antonio. Then it's hot as balls. Yeah, I. This is a guy who's like one of the toughest dudes on the basketball court. Doesn't like the cold. We Does, found his kryptonite. It's like forty <laughs> degrees or under. He just travels in like a weird temperature insulated bubble yeah. everywhere. He okay. hates the cold. Okay, Kawhi. that was like our uh, high school basketball coach, Angel Hardy. Yes, did not. Like she cold. hated the colds. <laughs> That's really funny. Maybe great basketball players. That's just a That's common right. theme. So yeah, well, so. let's see what how, let's see how Kawhi feels come February because it's kind of nippy in Toronto. In it is nippy in Toronto. Um, so the next time we do a podcast, there's a very real chance the Lakers could be in great shape, and then the following podcast, the Lakers could be in very <laughs> poor shape again. I think yeah. is where we're sitting right now, and that's the uh, yeah that's the theme of this season. Yeah, it's are we be super stoked? So wait, we play Portland again on the road. Yeah, yeah. What's but at least about? we're done at that point. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Don't have to go back to the Rose Gord- Garden Moda Center. Yeah. Rose Moda Garden Center. Rose I still Moda. haven't looked up what it is. Rose Moda Moda. All right, predictions. Uh, Lakers, Timberwolves. Laker, we have, do we all have Lakers victory? I think we're going to smoke them. Yep. Lakers victory by how much? Let's make it more interesting. I think we're going to smoke them. I'm taking whatever the over is. I, on that. We don't have a line on that one oh, yet. Okay. 
Uh, I'm going 15. 15 point win. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going. I think this could be the like straw. I think we might be the straw that breaks the camel's back over there. You think LeBron this might is be gonna... the? This might be the like. Okay, this is untenable. Either Thibodeau's getting fired. Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of coaches getting fired, uh, Tyron Lue. Sorry, Tyron, Tyron Lue, Lue, former former Laker, fired a team of garbage players. Head not coach. really fair to him. No, not at all. Also, but wh- he still gets paid. Why are you waiting six games into the season? Because Dan like, Gilbert. He's Dan a Gil- petulant child. Like it's obviously, they ha- like Dan Gilbert had a grudge against him. Right. It just seems like obvious that that so was So why the not situation. just ditch him in the in the off season? It just seems so Dan Gilbert like unfair, threw his yeah. little like Tonka truck and they're bringing the in like noted weirdo coach Larry Drew. Larry Drew apparently doesn't want the job. <laughs> I don't blame him. He basically him. said like I don't really want to do that. Cuz like who would want to? Who would want to have to talk to Dan Gilbert about why this crappy roster sucks? Yeah. You've got Kevin Love and like a whole bunch of 40-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And like Colin Sexton who's not <laughs> very Colin, good. No. Also, by the way, is this the same pretty much the same roster that LeBron had last year? Yeah. Yeah. And they're almost exactly. and six. Yeah. So for all the LeBron haters out there, right? He's very rest good. my case. That's very right. Good. Also, what a crappy trade. If you think about the, I mean, it was crappy the minute it happened. But the Kyrie Irving was traded for Isaiah Thomas, who is the twelfth man on the Denver Nuggets. Hasn't played yet. Hasn't this played year. yet, yeah. and is probably going to be a limited contributor. And Colin Sexton, who looks not very good, and Jay Crowder. Who actually looks okay? And Jay Crowder, who they also got rid of immediately because right. they're the Cavs, which was stupid. Because Jay Crowder's actually well, Dan a Gilbert player. threw his uh, Hot Wheel at the. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws various cars, toy I, cars. I have Lakers by eight in that Timberwolves. That's game. fair. That's probably more realistic. Dan's always the cooler head among you know, us. You know, you know who always gives us trouble is um, Jeff Teague. Yeah. Jeff Teague always gives us trouble. Lonzo, it's time to step up, baby. Yeah. Here, let's do the test. Maybe this will be the game Ooh, that, also, where it's like, yeah. Rondo, you can't. You're not even close to staying in front of this guy. I'm excited about the Josh Hart-Jimmy Butler matchup. Because mm, I plays. feel like Josh Hart is the like very poor man's Jimmy Butler. Yeah. It's like a D like grade. Big, like big, strong dudes picked late in the draft. Yeah, Jimmy Butler wasn't a superstar his second year yet. There's no. hope. No. Uh, I have the Lakers beating the Mavericks by Five in a tight ball game. They're, that game's at Dallas. That no, game is at, at home. home. I think we're. I, I'm putting it again at like twelve Double to digits. fifteen. We haven't played a bad team other than Phoenix yet. That's true. Phoenix is, and we smoked Phoenix. They are way worse than the Mavericks. That's true, but we haven't played a not really good team. That's right, otherwise like a, like a middling team. We've not played a middling yeah. team yet. A Mavs Chris, are, Chris middling. The Mavs are a trademark middling team. Yes, Eric. What do you think? Yeah, I would say single digits put a win over the Mavs. All right. We're in we'll, agreement. Uh, we'll catch up on those later on this week. Yeah. We uh, Final thoughts here? Wrap it up? Go around the horn? No, I, uh, my final thought is, you know, the last game was kind of a bummer, but we're really trending upwards. The team is, is gelling. They really like each other. People are finding each other. And, it's, and the Denver game gave me some optimism that we may go from the worst defensive team in the league to, like, the 19th best defensive, worst defensive team in the league, and I that might be okay. That. that might be good enough with our offense to be feisty in the playoffs, which is, I think, what we're realistically looking at. Um, I'm going to react to that. With a rim protector, you should be able to find a way to be okay defensively. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, too, like you, Eli, I, I have hope that that will improve because there is someone behind them that can block shots. That's right. Uh Right now, um, we have one of those guys, and he has asthma. And he has asthma, and he's still playing 28 minutes a night. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a great idea. Yeah, as much as I was Sour Dan uh, for moments on this pod, <laughs> or all pods, uh, I'm wildly optimistic overall. The, I thought the Lakers would be terrible uh, after six games in the season. And even in the losses, they've actually looked pretty good for stretches. Yeah. And the win over Denver was Freaking awesome. It's a good win. I was stoked. I was sitting yeah. here in my underpants on the couch, just like <laughs> jazzed out of my mind. Um, and that was awesome. I didn't think they'd be even close to this functional this early. Lance is better than I expected. Rondo is about what I expected. Yeah. Um, but I'm, and I've, I think I say this on every single show, I'm so in on Lonzo Ball that I yes. just can't wait to see how this goes. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sour on 
on Rondo. One <laughs> one last thing before Eric takes us home. Um, in front of us at the Laker game on Thursday was a teenager in a Dwight Howard Lakers jersey. I oh just want to say that for the record. That's not where I thought you were going. I thought you were going to comment on the guy who kept taking pictures of himself. I just don't know how that would translate <laughs> over the over the podcast. But yeah, there was <laughs> also a, there was also Dude. like a a like part time male model teen who literally made his girlfriend take forty pictures of him. Making the he same like, pose over, like in front of the arena, like a blue steel pose, like a blue steel pose. He looked like he a looked doppelganger like a of <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Tim- he from looked like Call Timothy Chalamet, name. yeah. <laughs> and he did it over and over again. And and a woman, a, uh, one of the ushers had to because he was in the um, the walkway, and they had to literally ask him to leave. Because he just would stop and make his girlfriend take photos of him. This is he why not in the Dwight Howard. This is why jersey. people don't like Los Angeles. But for the record, we no, also he was think definitely that's not, he was definitely like a foreigner, a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> he was like from like Slovenia, I think. Oh, was it Svi? No, it looked like Sasha Vujacic actually. Oh, kind of the machine. All right, Eric, what's your final thought? Final thoughts. My final thoughts. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a cliffhanger right now. Ooh, uh, a tease. Coaching coaching uh i'm just you know i I don't uh what do i even want to say about coaching it's um i don't think that (laughs) don't miss words (laughs) (laughs) um i don't think luke has done a bad job but i think that an elite coach would have been worth a win or two that's what i'm gonna say i think that's fair what what would be your note? Your over overreaching note? I just think like seeing the Spurs have very set plays that yes. got guaranteed buckets. We do not have that. I no. don't like any of our out of timeout plays. Um, yeah, I don't think he certainly. I I want him to be our coach. I I like him a lot. I think he's good. But I think there are f- a few elite coaches, and an elite yeah. coach would have been worth a, a, a think, game or two. I think you're right in these early games. Yep. I think we'll have. I think we'll have some good plays by midseason. We've got LeBron. Surely, yeah, we, can we are come trying. Up with we are trying to do something that is difficult, and we are, the schedule gods did not help us. That's true. Like, why hasn't there been one like New, New Jersey Brooklyn Nets game? Well, we got the Suns. We got the Suns. You're right. Yeah. Um. So since my computer uh, blitzed our last episode, nobody got to hear a guest appearance from Stu Lance at the end of our show. <laughs> so he was kind enough to come back to take us out from this one. So, uh, Stu, thank you so much for coming over to my, my two-bedroom apartment in West L.A. Uh-huh, sure. Uh, thanks. Um, mm-hmm. Would you like to set us up for our next episode? Sure. I'm wearing a very long suit, and it's going to be a long night for the Timberwolves on Monday. Screw you, Carl Anthony Towns. On Lakers, KCAL 9. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.